This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Pressure 
no maharamai, no mai hoki mai, kahukura rainbow Fano. You're tuned into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and on iHeartRadio. Flat Out. Lady H on your mic for your funky Friday. Tune in to the Flat Out Pride Hour Fridays at 5 on your free FM dial. Flat Out. Yes, yes. You are tuned into the station and the show that celebrates us, the Glit Fab. Whānau. That's gay, lesbian, intersex, transgender, takatāpui, queer, questioning, whawhawhine, akaimine, bi, and all the fabulousness in between, and of course outside of those scopes, because sometimes fluidity is where it's at. And there is so many more colours to our rainbow, eh whānau? Those are just a few that I can mention. As I said, Lady H on your mic, for your show, whānau, we have got... Positive Vibes, 20 Powerful LGBTQ Quotes That Made History. I know I did a vibe, a positive vibe show or, or content in the last few shows, and I just really wanted to carry that through. We've got trans debates. So there's a couple of trans debates that I've, I've picked out here, and it's a very real issue. It's uh, trans activism, so wahine or women's rights versus trans um, writes and these two clips share two points of view and I'd love to hear your feedback on that one from um, Kiara Bridges to Josh Howley in a Senate meeting so this is in America the second one is from Good Morning Britain the host Piers and Nancy Sorry, I've forgotten Nancy's last name, but she is one of the Labour leaders in Britain. So really interesting corridor here. Wanted to share that with you. Defining polysexual, what is that about? How, do, how is it defined? Of course, we've got what's hot and happening for your coming weekend. And I have picked some busty beats to go along with the goodness. That is our lineup for your Flat Out Pride show. Far no. Let's go into our first part, eh? Defining polysexual. What is that? So let's unpack the term. When you're exploring your sexual orientation, it can be challenging to understand or identify with the label that suits you. Fortunately, there are many terms you can use to describe your attraction toward another person. If you think you might be polysexual or know someone who identifies as... The guide here will tell you everything you need to know. This is compliments of QWERTY.com, by the way, Fano. So, polysexual is an orientation that describes someone attracted to people of multiple genders. So they might feel like attraction towards most genders, but not necessarily all of them. However, someone defines being polysexual might depend on their, their own unique experiences. Because it's an orientation that is not gender identity. A polysexual person's pronouns may vary. When in doubt, always ask what pronouns they use. So they have a flag. It's pink, green and blue. So the pink represents woman and female aligned people. Green represents non-binary and gender fluid people. And the blue represents men and male aligned people. So there's variations of the flag, like pinks, like blues, whites, 
Um, and where it's light green stripe, that represents our transgender whanau. So polysexuality and other orientations. The foundation polysexual meaning often overlaps with other types of attraction. So, so it kind of makes it a bit difficult to, to understand between a variety of labels. So here's how polysexual relates to different sexualities. Polysexual versus omnisexual. So unlike polysexual people who are attracted to multiple, omnisexual people experience attraction towards all genders. Basically, polysexuality is an umbrella term that covers omnisexuality. In comparison to pansexuals, who are often called gender-blind, omnisexuals sometimes have a preference for one or more genders. For instance, an omnisexual person might feel most attracted to men. Now, Polysexual versus bisexual. Bisexual people typically experience attraction towards their own gender and the opposite gender. However, some people define bisexuality as the attraction to two or more genders. A bisexual may also identify as polysexual, but not all bisexuals do. Now, next, polysexual versus pansexual. So, we you can differentiate between polysexual and pansexual by defining each prefix. So while poly means multiple, pan means all. Example, polysexual person might be attracted to men and women, but not someone who identifies as non-binary. In contrast, a pansexual person typically doesn't consider gender when feeling attraction towards someone. So while pansexual people can be polysexual, not all polysexual people can be pansexual. Hmm. Next, polysexual versus homosexual. So unlike polysexual people, homosexual people don't adhere to sexual orientation labels. They don't follow labels. Far note. They might sometimes fall under the category of queer or questioning. Homosexual far note tend to resist conventional methods of categorizing sexuality they don't want to be in a category now polysexual versus polyamorous polysexual and polyamorous share the same prefix so the poly part the former pertains to a sexual orientation while the latter so that sexual or amorous uh, describes a relationship structure or orientation polyamory is a type of consensual consensual non-monogamy in which those involved can have intimate relationships with multiple people. While polysexual people can also be polyamorous, but not all of them will be interested in acting upon attraction they feel towards people outside of their monogamous relationships. So dating a polysexual person. So unless your partner isn't comfortable with your sexual orientation, being polysexual shouldn't make your potential relationships more challenging. With that in mind, some polysexual people feel the need to come out, which can be stressful and sometimes become a significant source of grief. Hmm. But you can work it out, eh, Fano? We always do. If your partner comes to you as polysexual, approach the topic with acceptance and willingness to learn. Also, keep in mind that others might wrongfully assume your orientation depending on whether you're dating someone of the same or opposite sex. So while these assumptions can be damaging and annoying, just saying, take it as an opportunity to educate others. So how would you know if you were polysexual? 
There's actually no quiz or test that you can take that can help you figure out if you're polysexual. You'll get a much clearer idea if you instead consider your experiences with relationships and attraction. So if you're attracted to people regardless of their gender identity, you think about your ideal match. Does gender play a role in your decision-making process? Do you specifically picture a man or a woman? Or do you only think about the person's qualities? So most polysexual people don't consider gender a factor when thinking about what they want to see in a partner. Um, If you think about your past relationships, if you've only been in a relationship with one gender, do you feel you haven't fully explored your sexuality? If the answer is yes, you might be polysexual. Perhaps you've toyed around with the idea of being bisexual or pansexual, but aren't comfortable with those terms. So for instance, Maybe you don't feel pansexual because you don't feel attraction towards one specific gender. If a more specific label doesn't work, polysexual is a label that might best describe your situation. Another way to tell is that you relate to polysexual people. So do you relate to polysexual friends or follow polysexual influences on social media? It's possible you empathize with what they go through and how they identify, even on a subconscious level. Right, there is some myths, Fano, um, about and misconceptions about being polysexual, but unfortunately, this is all I have time for. I'll give it to you in short. Myth one: polysexual people always cheat. No, no, and no. They sort out the structures and they figure out what's right. Polysexual people are hypersexual. No, no, and no. Polysexual people are just gay. And no. Polysexual men and women who date are straight and no. Polysexual is just a stepping stone to another orientation and no. Polysexual people have a look, no and no. Okay, there is so much more to this whānau. Um, How to be a better ally to polysexual friends and family, do some research, talk to polysexual people, so much more. More than I have time for. So I wanted to share that. Hopefully that sheds some light on polysexuality. And if you identify with that, have a search out and see how it feels on. All right, finally, we're going to go into a beat now. The song is called Feels by 1991. Bit of a drum and bass for you. Busty beat. Stay tuned. I'm back soon. I've been since we met.
You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast, askfreefm.org.nz. Accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on iHeartRadio. Tuia Ngario Otehapuri. Bringing together the voices of our community. That is Free FM's tagline, and Flat Out Pride absolutely supports that Kopapa Kororua. Vashawa, Vashawa. Lady H, on your mic for your Funky Friday. We love having you on board, Fano. That last beat there was Feels by 1991. But a drum and bass to get you kickstart for your weekend. Got some more busty beats through through the show here, Fano. We have weekend events to wrap up our show. Let you know what's hot and happening for the Fano this coming weekend. 20 powerful LGBTQ quotes that made history. Some positive vibes up in there. Let's roll into now. Trans Kopapa Kororo. So I have two clips for you. Kiara Bridges to, uh, speaks to Josh Howley at a Senate meeting talking about trans representation. I love the way she speaks um, and it's a really interesting conversation. Uh, you can go to com to find this um, conversation. The next one I've got for you is Transports Debate. So this this was an interview between Good Morning host Piers to Lisa Nandy, who is part of the Labour Party, and their conversation is transgender athletes' rights. That's compliments of YouTube. Now, if I know, granted, this is, what, a couple of years ago, this conversation is still very real right now. And there's lots of sides on it, lots of takes on it, and being different movements on it. Uh, the for and against. And I know that America at the moment has decided to make a ruling on that. But these conversations I wanted to share with you just to open your eyes and your ears to the conversations that are going on around our world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, we've got a beat to that. That is our next lineup. Fine, let's go into the trans conversations. Uh, Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my line of questioning because so we can't talk about it because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying dangerous. that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? 
No, I don't think Moon can <laughs> so get So you are denying that trans people like this? Thank and that leads to violence? Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you? Absolutely. Or are they also treated like this? Where no, no, you, they're no. They're told allowed that to they're a- opening up people to oh, violence we have a good time questioning. in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned a you, lot just in this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Yep. Um, the battle is raging between <laughs> women's rights and transgender rights. Yes. It's a serious battle. Yes. It's a serious debate. And you can see what's happening at the Guardian newspaper, ripping itself apart now between the two camps of feminists yes. and the transgender community who say they're being anti-transgender. This issue of, for example, women's sport. We've got the Olympics coming. You've got uh, a New Zealand weightlifter who lifted as a male in competition who's now smashing records having identified as female. This is where it does get, I think, quite yes. serious for the potential effect it has on women's rights. Are you happy for anyone born to a male biological body to simply raise their hand without any need for surgery and to compete in the Olympics against women born to female biological bodies? So I'm a huge fan of athletics and this has been a really big raging debate because particularly around the issue mm. of Castor Semenya mm. and so I've been following it really closely. But hang on, Castor Semenya is th- that's a different case. Different case. No, yeah, yeah, but, 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 that, but actually there are, there are really, really problematic issues here. Castor Semenya is not a trans that athlete. Throw, no, no there's, a, no, there's an argument about whether Castor Semenya is a man or a woman and it's been, you know, there was a documentary about it. Yeah, but that's a different case. That, sorry, that's a different case. We're talking about people self-identifying sure. with male biological bodies saying, I am female, I'm now competing against sure. Women born to female biological yeah. bodies. But, That's the debate. But, but the point that I'm making is this, is that there have been all these issues raised in sport over mm. recent years about who qualifies into which contest. It is, that debate is also raging in relation to disability and what level of disability qualifies you to compete in the right. Paralympics. Just back to my question. Doesn't. Should, so, should any man or anyone born to a male biological body be able to self-identify as a woman without any surgery uh, or any of that transition process and compete in professional sport against women born to female biological bodies? Because well, that's the nub of the debate. Yeah, that, that is the nub of the be- debate. What's what, I'm saying, what I'm saying to you is there are, there are broader issues here that sport is going to have to grapple with about who is allowed to compete. Well, we had a trans activist on last week, for example, context. who said she, would, she said she would be happy if Usain Bolt or if Floyd Mayweather... Uh, spent a year taking testosterone treatment and then uh, competed in the 100 metres women's uh, Olympics or uh, female boxing. Now, would you be happy for Usain Bolt or Floyd Mayweather, and I don't think either of them are planning to do this, but if they decided to self-identify as women and spend a year on testosterone treatment, are you happy for them, as this trans activist was last week, to then compete against women born to female biological bodies. Well, the point I was trying to make before you cut me off was that I think there has to be a commission set up in sport to decide what the parameters are of those sporting rules. I mean, these are rules that are set by sporting bodies. But it's not fair, is it? By governing bodies. It's of just not sport. fair. No, well, you've got to and make sure damaging, it is fair. And it's damaging to that, women's that, rights. That is my point. You've got to make sure that it is fair. You've got to make sure that it's fair for every generation of athletes that comes through. Mm. And it is for sport to have a proper commission to sit down and work out where the boundaries are drawn. You don't need a commission to work out it wouldn't be right for Floyd Mayweather to identify as female and then fight women boxers born to female biological bodies. It's not a commission issue, it's a common sense issue, isn't it? No, I don't... You're about to be potentially leader of the Labour Party. 
And you say that this is something that doesn't really matter. And I'm, I think it does matter. I think these things. I think, I think, I think it does they, matter. I think it I think is, a, it is there's crushing. A, there's a basic women's inherent rights. question of how you treat people properly in this country. Yeah. And I represent domestic violence victims yeah, yeah. who feel very, very strongly the need for safe spaces in this country. Mm -hmm. And I represent trans people who also are amongst some of the most discriminated against yep. people in this country. But you can I support transgender allow, rights. I will not allow this to become a zero-sum battle right. between two people. But nor will you give me a straight answer, Lisa. Two people who deserve support. Because why would you make policy about the rules governing sports sitting on Good Morning Britain as a Labour leadership contender? That just strikes me as the way why that you, you get just into give, this Why wouldn't you on Good Morning argument? Britain just tell our viewers whether you think it's fair, as a trans activist said last week on this programme, that Usain Bolt could self-identify as female and, and compete against women born to female biological Because bodies. you why are can't doing you just say, Because like, I'll you, tell you why. Yeah, you're a normal person, why. Lisa. We'll just go, I'll it's tell you why. Because you are doing what too many people have done in this in this well, debate. asking a straight question. No, you've created more heat and less light. You're setting no, up an example no, no, that is just simply no, nonsense. No, absolute nonsense. It's a straw man. I've asked you a... Usain Bolt is not planning to self-identify as a woman and run in a woman's yes, race. Yes, but what we are saying... And that's why I say, take the no, heat Lisa, out of this sorry, and let's sorry. have a sensible I'm sorry, I'm sorry to be pedantic about, about this. About where the parameters but lie. They, in Connecticut, process. for example, in America, there are two uh, trans athletes who were competing as male athletes, born to male biological bodies, tall, powerful, very fast. They are now identifying as female and they're smashing all Connecticut women's records. I don't think that is fair to women's rights. Right. And you might be the first female leader, I'm presuming you're still identifying as female, uh, of the Labour Party. And if you are, this is a proper issue about how far do trans rights override women's rights. And I think that your inability to give me a straight answer is you your problem, answer. not mine. I am giving you a straight answer, Piers. I'm saying that... You're not. Needs, uh, no, I'm saying that you are setting up a straw man in this in order to pit one group of people against another. Well, let me give and you I a, won't let me have give, it. It is not good Well, let me enough. give you it an exact... It has a real-world impact, okay, and you so what about the weightlifter in New Zealand who is wanting to compete in the Olympics as a female weightlifter who previously competed as a male weightlifter born with a male biological body. Is that right? That, that's why I said to you we need to set up a commission to consider these issues. Probably. You won't have a commission in time for the Olympics. They're in three months. Yeah, but th this is why sport needs to get together but and sort this out. is it fair, Lisa? Well, it's... it's, it's it's like, not fair if me? there are no rules. It's not fair if there are no rules. That's why we have to have proper rules. But the idea that you want to pit one group of people against another, I just think this is not good enough. It does have. Do you know a why I think it's not good enough, Lisa? I, what you're not doing is giving a straight. Answer. I am giving a straight. You're answer. not. No, you're I am giving to, a straight answer. You're trying answer. to actually do everything but give a straight answer. No, I'm sorry. Because I'm you're not. worried about the reaction I'm your answer not. will cause you. No, you're worried I, no, that the trans I'm worried community about the, I'm will accuse about, you of betraying I'm them worried about what else. you are doing to some of the most What am I doing? What am I doing? You are trying to create... What am I doing but trying to defend women's rights from a grotesquely unfair situation where people born to male biological bodies who have an obvious 
superior strength and power are now being able to simply say I'm female and compete against women born to female bodies. What am I doing that's so wrong? You are attacking some of the most marginalised people am I attacking? in this country Who am by I attacking? setting up a false war Who am I between women no, that's outrageous. and trans women. I'm not attacking trans anyone. I've always, that is not I've always supported it. transgender rights. I'm not attacking anybody. Yes, you are. I'm defending exactly women's rights. No, I'm defending women's rights. Well, that would be a first, to be honest. It wouldn't, actually. And, and I defend I, women's rights a lot on this programme. I'm sorry, I think this is just outrageous. I you do are setting too. up I two do. groups of people who deserve better against one well, another. By asking a question about whether they should compete in sport. No, by, by saying that this is a simple issue that doesn't require some careful thought in order to protect two groups of people who frankly deserve better than this basic... Yeah, what they need, debate. actually, is for people in leadership positions to be honest and to make proper decisions. Yes, and that's what I'm doing. What they don't want and is that anyone who's asked a question then says, stop attacking We need far less heat, far more light, and you've just shown exactly why over the last few minutes. Wow. Is that what you really think? Yes, that is exactly what really I'm really hooking my phone now. That is all I had time to be able to share with you. Go to YouTube and look up Good Morning Britain host Piers, uh, speaking to Lisa Nandy, Labour Party. Um, and then you'll hear the full clip. Uh, they just do a lot of back and forth after that, pretty much. Um, but really interesting conversations, they far know. Let's go into a beat now, Living My Life by Heva. Yes, another busty beat, y'all. We also have what's hot and happening for your coming weekend and 20 powerful LGBTQ quotes that made history. Positive vibes, y'all. Positive vibes. Stay tuned. Back soon.
You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM, 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, via accessmedia.nz, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Flat Out. You are tuned into the station in the show that celebrates us, the Glit Fab Rainbow Farno. Yes, yes, and yes. Lady H on your mic for your funky Friday. That last beat there, Farno, was Living My Life by Heva. Busty beats coming through your airwaves for your funky Friday. That is my feels for the show. Hope you enjoyed those last couple of quarterly trans conversations. Foo, handy as, eh? We've got what's hot and happening for your coming weekend in Aotearoa. Next up, 20 powerful LGBTQ quotes that made history. Positive vibes, y'all. I still want to share those, so we're going into that goodness. Let's go. Let's go. Humanrightscareers.com is where you'll find this kaupapa kōrero. First one, love him and let him love you. Do you think anything else under heaven really matters? This is by James Baldwin. In his iconic novel, Giovanni's Room, gay author James Baldwin makes a powerful statement about love. He proclaims that sex and gender don't matter. All that matters is that two people love each other. I'm giving it to you in brief, Farno. It's lots of copper recorded all there. Number two, if I wait for someone else to validate my existence, it will mean that I'm shortchanging myself. That's by Zanel Muholi. Now, they are a South African activist and artist. She works primarily in photography and video. Now, despite her fame as an artist, uh, she identifies herself as an activist first. It is her intention to use her art to highlight the beauty and individuality of black LGBTQ women, a group she believes that has been terribly underrepresented in all forms of art. So instead of waiting for someone else to validate LGBT women of colour, she took it upon herself to bring the struggles, needs and beauty of these women to light. Number three, I am proud that I have found the courage to deal with the initial blow to the hydra of public contempt. This is Carl Heinrich Ulrich. So Carl is known as one of the first gay men to publicly announce his sexual identity, born in Germany back in 1825. His coming out was a historic and brave moment during his lifetime. He wrote numerous essays discussing homosexuality and asserting that non-heterosexual orientations are natural and biological. Despite being arrested numerous times, he stated in the above quotation that he was proud of the work that he did for the LGBTQ or Rainbow Fano. Number four, it is absolutely imperative that every human being's freedom and rights are respected all over the world. Johanna don't know how to say your last name, love, sorry, is a former former Icelandic prime minister and the first openly gay head of state. They uttered these words during a speech at a 2014 Pride Festival. In the speech, she was thankful that her native country was making strides towards acceptance and equal rights for our rainbow whanau. Nice. Number five, every LGBTQ plus refugee 
has a unique situation, but the fear and pain they endured before coming to Canada is universal. Asham Parsi. So they are a Uranian refugee living in Canada in exile. Um, and they have made it their mission to help our rainbow whānau living in Iran, a nation where we all know uh, where acts of homosexuality are punishable by flogging or even death. In their quotation, Parsi seeks the assistance of the rainbow whānau living in Western nations, providing a powerful reminder that while things are slowly improving in the West, there are still queer people all over the world who live every day afraid for their lives. True. Number six, equality means more than passing laws. The struggle is really one in the hearts and minds of the community where it really counts. This is said by Barbara Gittings. Barbara is known for being an American activist fighting on behalf of the rainbow population. In her most well-known fight, she took on a Goliath, the United States government. She picketed to stop them from barring our rainbow applicants from employment. However, as she states in her quote, her greatest wish is not for laws to pass, but for true acceptance and equality. Number seven, nature made a mistake, which I have corrected. Christine Jorgensen. Christine is one of the first people to undergo sex reassignment surgery and the first to publicly speak about the process. While many decried her decision as unnatural, she made the bold assertion that nature was wrong in putting her into a man's body and that the reassignment surgery made things right. Her advocacy aimed to normalise transgenderism and allow those who identified as trans to understand and accept themselves for who they truly are. Stunning. Number eight, if you help elect more gay people, that gives a green light to all who feel disenfranchised, a green light to move forward. Good old Harvey Milk Farnay. So when he became the first openly gay person elected to public office in California, he became the face of the push to put more of our rainbow people in positions of power. In this quotation, he stresses that doing so will not only monumental for those in queer community who don't feel represented, it will also empower anyone who feels this enfranchised by those who are supposed to represent them. Number nine, my silences had not protected me. Your silence will not protect you. Audrey Lord. Now, Audrey described herself as a black, lesbian, mother, warrior, poet. In her writing, she frequently expressed her anger at the treatment of people of colour, women and our rainbow whānau. In, the, in her quotation, she calls for others to express their anger. To many in the queer community, staying silent in the closet felt like a safety blanket. However, Lord encouraged them to step out into the light, telling them that the only true safety is in making yourself known and demanding the acceptance and respect that is your right. Stunning. Ooh, I'm feeling very empowered by that. Number 10, we need in every community a group of angelic troublemakers. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Bayard Rustin. If you aren't familiar with the name Bayard Rustin, you may recognise one of his closest associates, Martin Luther King Jr. Rustin was an important figure in the civil rights movement, fighting not only for the rights of African Americans, but for our rainbow community as well. 
Rustin urged the disenfranchised to engage in civil disobedience to get their points across to the majority, encouraging those who wanted to fight for their rights to be unafraid to speak up and act out to demand them. Oh, stunning. Look, Fano, I only got up to number 10 and that's all I have time for. So I'll tell you what, I'll bring you the other 10 next week. Promise, promise and promise. Powerful LGBTQ quotes that have made history. Oh, stunning. Let's go into a beat. Make it by Murdoch featuring Aaliyah May. Yas Fano, stay tuned. Back soon. Let's keep it real, yeah Cause I know that you just sit in line I've been thinking about our love when we're here tonight Cause it's more than just your touch, just be fantasized Even though I feel we'll make it Let's keep going so we don't break it We don't break it Mai Kahukura Rainbow Fano, 
You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, accessmedia.nz, and iHeartRadio. Flat Out. You've got Lady H on your mic for your Friday. Tune in Fridays at 5 on your Free FM dial. Flat Out. Ah. <sighs> Love being on board, Fana, and love having you on board. Loving the positive vibes. That last beat there was Make It by Murdoch featuring Leah May. Hope you're liking our busty beats to get you started for your weekend. We're rolling now into what's hot and happening for your coming weekend here in Aotearoa. Let's have a looky-see. So for your Friday the 15th of July 2022, July Pool Night, hosted by Waikato Queer Woman Beyond the Binary, that's at Waikato Commerce Club, 197 Collingwood Street, here in H-Town. Matarikiki Waikato Festival is happening all over Waikato, so you need to go to that statement um, in Bookface to find out the exact details. Hiwa pop-up gallery exhibition for Matariki at Market Square. Uh, at, that's in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland at the Viaduct Harbour. Going from the 23rd of June to the 17th of July, Farno. Matariki Star Walk is happening at 10 Garden Place in Hamilton Central. So that's Friday, Saturday and Sunday, so all weekend. The Snugs is happening in Aotea Square, Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. Get tickets from aucklandlive.co.nz. It's the coolest, most Instagram able dining experience in town. The Snugs are back for 2022. So it's a, a dinner dining experience for up to six people. It sounds very classy, final. Matariki Glow Show at Claudelands Arena, that's in H-Town. Get tickets from premier.ticketek.co.nz. It's a giant scale puppet show for tamariki educators and whānau. Whoa, whoa and whoa. Way cool. Light up Onehunga. So Onehunga Town Centre is celebrating Matariki and winter. It's free for all ages. Uh, the event bringing the heart of Onehunga alive with stunning flood lighting and lead lighting displays. And it will run every Friday to Sunday from 6pm until 10pm. Yes. Oh, so cool. Until Sunday the 31st of July, finally. Just saying it. Trixie and Kit Yard live in Auckland at Vodafone Event Centre. Finally, get your tickets from ITD Events, all one word, all lowercase.com. Yeah, that's 77 Great South Road. Thelma and Louise, Romy and Michelle, Trixie and Katya. They are live. A parody homage to the classic girls road trip buddy comedies from the 90s and 2000s to today. From drag classics to Wong Fu and Priscilla to Crossroads and Barb and Star. Presented as an outrageous and absurd comedic musical drag show spectacular fun. I'd love to get to that. Friday Skate Night at the official Hamilton Inline Hockey Club in H-Town. Mind, Body, Spirit event at the Hamilton Gardens, Hungerford Crescent, State Highway 1, 
of Cobbin Drive. That's for the whole weekend, 16th and 17th. 10am to 5pm, adult entry fee is $6, free demos and talks, crystals, jewellery, handcrafts, massage, alternative healing, readings and more. Cool. What a nice. For your Saturday, Winterfest by Food Truck Collective, Elemental Auckland is happening at the Auckland Botanic Gardens. And that is a Winterfest whanau. Sounds stubbing. Matariki Ahunga Nui Matariki Kanohi Itzi. That's happening at the Meteor. That's 1 Victoria Street in H-Town. Get tickets from iticketech.co.nz. As part of the Matariki celebrations, of course, of course. Saturday nights at Candy Bar House and Electronic Music. Oh yeah. Five Hood Street in H Town Farno. Candy Bar is where it's at. Saturday from ten PM to three AM. But planning your trip to Enterprise twenty twenty two annual general meeting? Oh yeah. Okay. International Association of LGBTI Pride Organizers twenty twenty two. The Enterprise Annual General Meeting and World Conference. Ooh. It's online. Go to eventbrite.com to get in. This is a webinar whānau, so provide tips on travelling to Mexico for the next. Oh, yeah. Answer questions. Help you plan your trip to the conference in October. Wow, I love that. Yeah, it's helping the whānau get there. Absolutely love that. So that's what's hot and happening for your weekend. Next week, Wellington Feminist Creative Community Poetry Nights is happening at the Fringe Bar. That's Tuesday the 19th. Uh, Party in the Spark at, at Spark Arena, Tamaki Makoto, Auckland, Wednesday the 20th. Navarra Entertainment Club Open Mic Night. That's here in H-Town on Wednesday the 20th. Still on Wednesday, O-Week is in H-Town. And AUT has a uni party, so O-Week is for them in Auckland. That's what's hot for your coming weekend and the week ahead in terms of events, whānau. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope that you are well out there, wherever you are, whatever you're up to, whomever you're getting up to. Be safe on the streets and in the sheets, whānau. Condoms and lube are your safest form of protection. Love, light and laughter out to you all. Hoping that you find a bit of ray of light, sunshine or lightness for you and your journey. I want to send out love to those whānau that have passed on. Love to the whānau that are present and let's look forward to the future. We're in the time of Matariki and it is about paving the way forward. That is me, Lady H, signing off. I am going to leave you with a beat. The song is called Slow Down and it's by Dogger, Tom in the Chamber and Haribo. Have a fair weekend, Fano, and we will catch you up next week. Modi.
my shit gone now Telling me to roll around, I just need to zone out All this overthinking got me stressing, yeah, this slow down, slow down Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.